everyone, and welcome to Your Christadelphian Library, where we discuss Christadelphian books with the goal of expanding biblical knowledge and stimulating spiritual thought. This is Brother Sam Robinson, and today, God willing, for episode 15, we're going to be taking a look at the book entitled Seasons of Comfort, Volume 1, written by our brother Robert Roberts. Now, Seasons of Comfort was published way back in 1879. So it's one of the older books in our Christadelphian community, but that by no means diminishes its usefulness or importance. Inside, you'll find a compilation of 104 written exhortations, and if you calculate that out, you get one exhortation for every Sunday of the year for two full years. And they're given by a brother during the breaking of bread service. Now actually, if you look inside the cover of the book, you'll find that its full name is Seasons of Comfort, at the table of the Lord, being addresses at the breaking of bread on Sunday morning at Birmingham, principally. So its main purpose, then, is that it might bring the minds of brethren and sisters to the memorial table of our Lord. And I've actually heard of some smaller ecclesias who, um, having no speaking brethren, choose rather to read an exhortation weekly from Brother Robert's book in preparation for the emblems. Now, for that reason alone, the book is an incredible source for those in need of weekly exhortation, and certainly that book will serve that purpose, but that's not the only purpose that it is intended to be. It's actually intended that the production of this work will have served to the edification, the instruction, the spiritual comfort in the scriptures to anyone and at any time. It's not just for memorial services. Now, if you look in the preface, it says that the words of Brother Roberts are recommended for personal meditation and for building faith and conviction. In times of stress, seasons of comfort can become a soothing and meditative relaxation. When faced with trouble, they can be used to project mind and heart to the relief that will come with the appearance of the Lord. In all circumstances of life, this volume can become an enjoyable and encouraging companion, providing thoughtful reading and spiritually enlivening principles. And I can honestly say that having read through the book for myself, it truly does provide the relaxation, the encouragement, the thoughtfulness that it aspires to. It was something I really looked forward to reading each day. So for those of you who are interested, I just want to go through and give you an idea of what you can expect while you read through the book. Well, as I mentioned, there are 104 exhortations, or chapters, if you like. And each, each exhortation ranges from roughly three to seven pages of fairly small-sized text, and it takes roughly uh, 10 to 30 minutes to read, and that obviously de depends on the size of the chapter. Well, the book itself as a whole is quite large. It's 590 pages. So if you read one exhortation per day, it would take you just over three months to read through the book in its entirety, which honestly is a fairly decent commitment, but I think it's one that you'll find quite worthwhile. Well, if any of you are new to the writings of the Pioneer Brethren, I think that this book, Seasons of Comfort, is a great place to start. I know that many of the writings of our elder brethren are often considered more difficult to read. Maybe they're in um, older English than today's modern literature. But I don't think you'll find any trouble in following along with the writing style of Brother Roberts. 
So I do encourage you, if you haven't read any of the works of our Pioneer Brethren before, to give this book a try. And I hope that it'll be a great starting point to persuade you maybe to read some of their other works. Well, as it is a book focused on exhortation, it doesn't go very deep into doctrinal matters, like other works such as Elpis Israel or Christendom Astray. In fact, if we again turn to the preface, we find it written that the following addresses presuppose acquaintance with the things revealed in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments, as distinguished from the established theology of the day. And if we skip down a bit, it says, They take a certain system of faith for granted, and seek to apply the principles of that system in a practical and personal manner, in the spirit of the precept which says, Exhort one another daily. They are calculated to build up and strengthen in the profession of the faith, rather to convince and lead to the reception of that faith. Still, many things affirmed will be found proved and illustrated, so that the book will not be unprofitable reading for those who are not yet prepared to believe that the doctrines of the orthodox world are opposed to the teaching of the scriptures. So as it's pointed out by Brother Roberts there in the preface, um, as you read through this book, you'll find that it's meant to be exhortational and practical. It shows the way in which the doctrinal principles, which are laid out in those other books, those principles that we profess to believe, how they should be carried out in our everyday living. So, as I said, there's many other books in our Christadelphian community that go into much greater detail of the fundamental doctrines of our faith. But that's not the end proposed in this volume. Now that in no way cancels out the usefulness of this writing, I think it does its job of exhortation and practical matters extremely well. Well, I've just got a list here of some of the other things that you'll find in reading through this book. I think you'll find the discerning wisdom and knowledge of our brother Roberts. You'll find how he loved the truth, he really cared for his brethren and sisters, and so as the exhortations were meant to help them, they will help you as well. You'll find that there's many insightful comments, things that I'd never thought of before, but Brother Roberts puts forward. He's extremely logical in his arguments, and he explains things in a way that make you stop and think. For example, one of, his, uh, one of the ideas he brought forth in one of the exhortations was that the kingdom is only as far away as the end of our lifetime. No matter how far away it may seem, no matter how many years are between now and um, the appointed time God has set forth for the return of his son, to us, if we die before then, our next waking moment will be when Christ has returned and sets up the judgment and there's the resurrection of the dead. So, really, the kingdom is only f as far away as when we die, as far as our consciousness is concerned. You'll find that the exhortations really reclaim the focus of the day. They focus your mind on God, and they inspire change in action. They're a, they're a refreshing break from the, um, the work of the day. that You can take time and think about the purpose of why we are here. You'll find that Brother Robert speaks with absolute confidence and certainty. He really had a strong conviction of the things that he was speaking about. There was no doubt in his mind that what he wrote of would happen, that Christ would return and set up the kingdom. And so it really makes you pause and consider how strong your own faith might be in the matter. You'll see that 
Brother Roberts speaks of prophecies that were left in their time unfulfilled, but which have now come to pass. It's, it's a really cool thing to see that our brethren of old have discerned from their Bibles what's going to happen, and it's evidently come true as the return of Christ approaches, such as Israel. Brother Roberts frequently pointed out that Israel had to return to the land before Christ returned to this earth, and we see now that that is exactly what is happening. Brother Roberts in this book provides his visions of what the kingdom is going to be like, and they're helpful to strengthen our own visions, and they provide encouragement and hope, and it really paints the picture of what the kingdom is going to be like. You'll find that Brother Roberts speaks of how blessed we are, having come to a knowledge of the truth and of the scriptures. We know what all these things actually mean, and the peace and joy that comes along with that. And throughout the exhortations, Brother Roberts drives home over and over, in almost every single exhortation, the consistent theme that only through careful and diligent reading and prayer will be able to grow up in the things of God. So those are some of the things that you'll find in going through as in reading through this book. But as the title of the book implies, the main purpose is that it might provide exhortation and primarily comfort in the days of our probation. So I'm going to read a few paragraphs for you from page 550 of the book to kind of show how this book provides comfort. So these paragraphs come right after talking about all the sufferings that Christ had to go through, how all the shame and the pain of the cross and the mocking of all the people around him. And so they continue right after that context. And Brother Robert says, It may be asked, what comfort can we have in the contemplation of this dark picture? The answer will spring from the heart of every man who has known what trouble is, particularly trouble that has come in the way of righteousness. In time of trouble, the heart is liable to be overwhelmed. And is it not at such a time a real comfort to look back and see that the most beloved of all the sons of God was deepest in the pit of affliction? Is it not comforting to hear the words of Christ? The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master, and the servant as his Lord. Or from John, if the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you, because they know not him that sent me. It only requires the mind to open to these considerations, to be enabled to draw from them the most powerful support. If Christ, who was without sin, passed a life of obscurity and unpopularity, ending in the direst calamity, what reasonable ground for complaint or misgiving have we, who are blemished with so many shortcomings, if we should have to come through the sharp experience of adversity for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. So far from ground of complaint, the case stands the other way. There is ground for thankfulness if we come in for a share of that chastisement whereof all the sons of God are partakers. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. This is revealed truth. We cannot get away from it. We shall find it true. Therefore, let us prepare to accept it, comforted, however, by the other truths that the Father pitieth his children. 
and that he will not put more upon us than we are able to bear. For this also is revealed. But after we have suffered sufficiently for his purpose, he will establish and strengthen and settle us. If we derive comfort from the contemplation of Christ in the past, how unspeakably greater is the comfort we may find in the consideration of what he is and what he will be. All power is in his hands. God hath given him to be head over all things to the ecclesia, which is his body. God hath exalted him to the glory of his own eternal nature, angels, authorities, and powers being made subject unto him. Is there not a mighty comfort in having thus a friend at the highest court? For consider, his present exaltation has reference, among other glorious things, to the requirements of his brethren. He is their priest and mediator. He ever liveth to make intercession for them, according to the will of God. He is touched with the feeling of their infirmity, and having suffered like them, being tempted, he is able also to succor them that are tempted. All of this means an invisible, caretaking, and guidance in this present darkness, which must be a source of comfort and confidence to everyone whose heart opens in faith to the attested and demonstrated fact. So I hope that gives you an idea of some of the comfort that can be gleaned from this work of our brother Roberts. And that's it for this podcast. I hope that this review has been useful to you in some way, and that you might find out for yourself the consolation, the exhortation, and the comfort that is provided for us in the writing of our brother Roberts. So I encourage you to join us again next week when our brother Caleb Osborne will be discussing The Education of Job by David Baird.